Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. It's cool how there's patterns and everything because it reminds me of like the patterns in the earth. Like the flower of life, I believe is referred to. I'm not too sure. The different like circles that are interconnected. Yes. And everything like in all life on nature. So it's cool how that exists. That concept exists even in the unseen in terms of the cycles of our life. And, And specifically what I'm referencing is the scenes that occur that replicate the same themes as a way to deliver a message to us if we're looking or reflecting on our day-to-day experiences and the meaning behind them to kind of be more conscious of our experience. Or like, do you think that they just keep repeating Because obviously, like, not everybody has some sort of awareness, and that's why the cycles just keep on repeating and repeating. So, like, it takes something for us to recognize the cycles. Like, you have to be, I don't know if it's willing to look, because I feel like when you're in a situation and the cycles are just on repeat, not always are you able to be like, oh, this is a cycle that's repeating. Look how beautiful this is. You know, that's not how it is in reality. Yeah, the self-reflection and the patience, I feel, are important aspects in this discovery because it's through asking, like, oh, why is this occurring or what is this teaching me or showing me, being willing to look, um, speaking to another about it, speaking deeper within ourselves because I feel like we always truly know what's unfolding and, like, it's whether we want to be honest with ourselves or not, because you can tell, at least from where I am, I can tell when I'm not being like fully truthful or not willing to fully look at something. So and let's then- get into that, because I feel like that's an important part, the honesty with the self, because for everything that we've been discussing on the podcast and off the podcast, I feel that that's a really key component for how far we get with whatever we're discussing. It always boils down, like you said, it starts and it ends with ourselves. So no matter what somebody's reflecting to you, if you're not honest within yourself, like how far can you truly get? So where do you think like the lack of honesty with the self comes from? Like what, why do we do that to ourselves? Um, out of fear, out of comfort, satisfying the ego, remaining in what's familiar, so many things I feel, and it can be different for many of us, you know, mm-hmm. um, fear of the unknown. I feel those are common things that come up for me in terms of past experiences within myself and something that I'm able to see in other people's actions. Mm-hmm. Um, a lack of willingness because of everything else that I mentioned, a mixture of those things, 
Um, yeah, and it also depends on like how deep whatever it is that wants to be looked at that we're not looking at or being honest fully with ourselves, mm-hmm. how deep that goes in our lineage, in our experience, in our childhood, things mm-hmm. like that. Because I feel some things are easier to acknowledge and look at than others. And then some other things that may require more effort, more practice, more integration, self-reflection and patience, especially depending on its depth of living within us. Yeah, that reminds me. That's why when you said that, like I smirked because it reminds me of the dream. And I'm just connecting further, like your personal experience within that of the dream and how funny it could be. Like to hear you say it back is like, oh, you know, like it's more, it's always more than what we can just like first see on the outside. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because when you first mentioned the idea of ancestral wounds being worked on, coming up right now I thought of like how is my experience that I'm having right now the first thing that came to mind was this how is my experience that I'm having right now relate or can be seen in my dad like that was like the immediate first thing just out of I don't know for whatever reason that was the first thing that came forward um I haven't arrived to anything but I thought that was interesting that's actually really interesting because When I texted you this morning, I was like the short version, even though it was mad long when I texted. But in the dream, specifically who was there um, with me and like with us, it was my dad, my uncle. So it was my dad's side of the family. And then I'm like, when I told you I was swimming and I'm like looking back and you guys are not swimming as fast. I was like struggling with like, do I keep swimming? Like, do I do this for everybody or do I wait for them? And I was like, no, I'm going to do this for everybody. Like, even if it means I'm going on my own right now. And that's when I like went forward. Ooh, that's really powerful. It goes back to it's all within us. And the greatest thing we can do is that inner work you know that inner reflection the the journey of growth within ourselves and ultimately that's the most powerful and what makes the most ripple effect yeah and I think because there's something to it when you were sharing what you said uh, right before we started recording like you know you doing this on your own like being there for yourself in those ways like empowering yourself and it's funny because it ties to our previous podcast episode about um empowering or enabling I thought of like yeah it's really good to be able to like build yourself up where all you need is you but then it's also important to feel supported by different you know people in our lives or different things and I guess it's just like who you choose to support like where you go for the comfort is a key part of like how the circumstance and situations can unfold because without like details if you choose to go to person X for comfort when person X isn't a vital player in your life or isn't like a strong character in your story, that can develop that enabling behavior or codependency behavior because you're not getting your support from like a pure source of love. Whereas if you go to person A, like the main um, support system you have in your life, that's going to be in an empowering relationship. And then you're just going to be able to continue building yourself without falling into that codependent behavior. That's a really cool 
way to bring that forward in a way that I feel it's universally understood mm-hmm. out of like the story and the players in our story. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes me think of like what you were sharing with the cycles because that can be a repetitive cycle that has been occurring. You know, like that can be something that maybe the player's different or the character is different, but that's still like a story that plays out and plays out for different reasons. So it's like, do you get to the root of that story if you choose to, like to see like what the repetitive behavior is? Because I'm thinking of like whenever I'm in in cycles and situations, Right now, at my current stage of my life's journey, I can pinpoint cycles if I'm honest with myself, even though the circumstance is totally different or the people involved is totally different. I can be like, okay, this is because I'm behaving like X, Y, and Z, and I already have the awareness of this behavior and I'm still choosing to do it. So I can choose to end this cycle which might require more work of me and sometimes it's not like the easiest thing to do because it takes effort or I can just fall victim to myself and be a brat and do whatever it is that life is showing me like hey you're doing this again even though you know better for yourself so that's what came to mind like as we were talking just now um and connecting it back to the different cycles that repeat and why they repeat Yeah. And I feel especially in this journey of like continuously evolving as we grow our self-awareness and implement the self-awareness into our reality. It's like, okay, what do we want to give our attention to? Or do I feel good right now? And just like, don't want to deal, you know, instead of constantly having something come forward, it's like, okay, I'm going to address this fully. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just like, first the awareness and then eventually the action will follow yeah and stuff like that I think a part to that too is because I think it's like an avoidant personality where you can be like oh I feel good things are fine like everything's gonna be fine that can be you being that could be you avoiding the situation and like digging yourself a deeper hole to get out but it goes back to the truth with the self Do you really believe that things are fine? Do you really feel good? Or are you just trying to make the situation go away the easiest way possible by convincing yourself something that isn't your reality? Because everybody's reality is what we make it. But it's not as simple as just being like, everything's fine. You have to really like believe within your heart and soul that everything is fine. You can't mask the feelings. Yeah, absolutely. Because they'll ultimately always be there. Yeah, and like continue and, to like repeat the cycle. Yeah, and that's where like the spirals start happening because like the deeper you dig yourself, the more emotion gets trapped within that cycle. And there's so much that's going to eventually come to the surface for you to face and deal with. Yeah, it reminds me of a tweet I saw yesterday about how mistakes are inevitable and they're necessary mm-hmm. because it's through them we're able to change course I mean, mistakes, you know, use that word loosely, but it's to speak deeper on this concept. We can use those moments to rejoice and like move out of the cycle or we can victimize ourselves for the mistake and like wallow in it and then let it continue without making a change. 
Yeah, and even like having to clarify using the word mistakes loosely, it's because of like the attachment we put on ourselves. It goes back to like that judgment we um, place on when we do something that we consider bad or like not good enough. But a mistake is simple. Like it goes back to the overcomplication. And it's so funny to me right now, like how all of our previous conversations are like right here, right now to really be integrated and reflected. Yeah, I'm really grateful for it because even what's being discussed right now and how it can relate to my personal life, it doesn't feel as heavy because of the work that has been done up until this point, although there's things to continuously be worked on. And now I'm recognizing um, this pattern in a way that's deeper than just knowing it within myself because I'm speaking it out loud. So mm -hmm. it's bringing more like witnessing it deeper through communicating about it. So it's nice because it is a way of bringing forward many of our recent conversations to be anchored in through this one experience that's unfolding. Mm -hmm. It reminds and, me of like the different lessons you learn along the way. And then that question of, are you living what you say? Like, are you actually being the thing that you desire to be with whatever you've acquired? Yeah. I thought you were going to say like the master test, but yeah. No, because I know that life, like there's situations that can be presented to us that can feel like tests, but the same thing, like shying away from those concepts because of the heaviness that is placed, you know, like you think of a test in school, a lot of people, um, or like the majority of people will get anxiety and aren't good test takers, even if they know the knowledge. But when there's that pressure there, it kind of skews the behavior. So thinking of something in my life happening as a test, it adds that pressure. It's like, oh, I'm being tested. I got to do right. So I try to like stray away from that concept, even though like I know situations are presented so that we can utilize the knowledge that we have gained. Yeah, that's a nice reframe. It's empowering because it's utilizing the words that support us because it also reminds me of using the word mistake and the judgments that we impose on words and language and how that can aid us or hinder us depending like our state of being or like how sensitive we are to something that we're navigating. Yeah, it reminds me of the Rastas, like how they use the positive um word instead of the negative so like instead of I love you to death I love you to life like there's so many different versions of examples of it and I think that that shows how it is another form of empowerment because the words we speak can be spells if you believe them to be and it's like what are you spelling out of your your mouth what are you casting are you going to be casting on a I don't even want to say negative vibration because it doesn't have to be, but like a lower vibration than that of the highest essence. Yeah. The choice is yours. You are the main character of your story, baby. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. It's like, all right, now go off and implement what has been shared. Yeah. And that's part of life, you know. It makes me think about the pace in which we go because there's so many things that are revealed moment to moment 
or let's just use our podcast for an example week to week there's so much discussed and learned (laughs) not only on the recording but like in between where do we have space to slow down and integrate and actually live out what we're discussing because then next thing you know it's like a new topic comes up and have you fully integrated that previous topic because our mind even though we have been made to believe we can multitask and do a million things and we're like this robotic computer system. That's not the true nature of things. If you look at nature during a season, a tree is going to grow one type of fruit throughout the season. They're not going to be growing 10 different fruits. How can we within ourselves be blooming all these different ideas and concepts and lessons and teachings without delivering like that whole fruit it makes absolutely no sense that's a beautiful visualization as you were speaking I even brought it down to all that it takes to journey to the fruit you know Mm -hmm. from seed especially if it's a tree that's bearing fruit that has taken time and its own pace yeah Mm. not to say that we're going to be out here like integrating one thing for years but maybe because the more self-awareness and integration that occurs, I feel that it's not that things just no longer get thought of and they're just completely integrated fully. For some things, that's what it is maybe, like you're fully embodied with whatever teaching it is that you received at a certain point, but it takes time to get there for many things and it depends on whatever it is that's being integrated. Mm-hmm. So like there's a pace for everything and it not it may not be the same pace for all things that come forward into our awareness and the opportunity to integrate what comes forward is moment to moment like you said earlier every moment we have the opportunity to be fully conscious and self-aware and reflect on our experience and do our best mm-hmm. and ultimately that's all we can do instead yeah. of portraying how we're doing our best not being our best like putting a judgment on our experience exactly because I think of I think of people who I have encountered that just like flow and they glow effortlessly like it's really in their way of being and then for myself I know what I have not integrated because it takes that effort I know that once they're (laughs) once things are integrated, it's so effortless. It's just like my first nature to move about and act in the way of the things that I know. But when I'm in a situation, it's like, okay, I have to talk to myself right now. Like, you know, the whole thing goes on. It's like, (laughs) this isn't integrated, you know? So there's ways for us to see it within ourselves. And again, it goes back to that honesty and those cycles, they keep repeating. So the quicker we can get honest with where we're actually at, I think the easier it becomes to move forward because now you're not fighting a battle where it's like whatever it is at hand and also yourself because you're convinced that you're somebody or something else that you're not. So now you have two battles going on. You know, like if you just are honest with the self and know where you're at, you know how to handle yourself with grace and compassion. And now you can only focus on the thing at hand. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) As you were saying, witnessing people who are just like flow through life 
because that's so subjective, you know? I wonder if there's someone who's witnessed you in your life who feels the same. Mm-hmm. So it's cool and funny because, like, we're all in it together. And I'm sure that does exist because there's levels to this journey. Yeah, and of course. It reminds me of uh, moments where we've been, like, heavy in the student mode. And I feel before when we would take on things from a linear approach and not having fully integrated the concept of like just life just goes in its waves and its ebbs and flows I'm like all right then there's the next thing like I feel when the inner critic was louder and more in the forefront whereas now it's not so much in the ways that it once was um it's just funny to think that speaks so that inner critic being loud at one point that's because it needed to get your attention if it wasn't loud enough for you to hear, uh, despite all the other noise you were navigating, how would you develop the self-awareness? So it really shows like the different steps and the different levels that it takes to get you moving forward in the direction you choose. So. Yeah, and that is really empowering perspective too, because it shows that everything is happening with purpose. Like you're always right where you need to be all the exactly. time. Exactly. Whatever you're experiencing, whether it's those repeated cycles, whatever it is, it has such great purpose and it's aiding you. It's not something that's taking you out of your power to make you a victim. It's there for you to utilize again if you choose to. Like that's the really important piece of that because everything is always at our discretion we're the ones who can create what happens next in our own story yeah it's the free will aspect of our human experience Mm -hmm. thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go give yourself space space to to flow flow. if you would like to support us you can check out our affiliates mentioned in our show notes or on our website at flowspacewellness.com and go to our affiliates page we have affiliates with greenfield water solution which brings life back into your water with Lil's Basement, which are handcrafted polymer clay jewelry, incense holders, and cute creations for your body and home. Life-changing energy, which supplies sound healing instruments such as crystal singing bowls, singing pyramids, and tuning forks. The original Himalayan crystal salt, which is our go-to for salt to make soleil. And then Baja Gold Salt Company, which we love to cook with their sea salt. You can also support us by leaving us a love donation, any comments on our social media pages or our YouTube, and also sharing our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, and anybody you feel would benefit from our message. Thank you so much for joining, tuning in, and listening to us and sharing this space, and we look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you.